it's heather and andy and we are so excited to be back with another week of super awesome fun yeah um andy has agreed to join us again this week kristen is on a well-deserved vacation she's having so much fun i'm not going to give away any details because i definitely want to ask her when we are back recording but for now andy is uh back you'll have to deal with me and the fun laughs so last fun jokes thank you so much for being here you're welcome you know i just had to clear my schedule a little bit you know i had to get my wife's permission first you know yes so speaking of your wife's permission there was a reason i wanted us to um record tonight together and this is actually going to be a two-part episode so this is there gonna be a cliffhanger there might be a cliffhanger we'll make a cliffhanger maybe a, a cliff joke We'll see. We'll see in the moment. Cliffhanger that ends in a joke. Um, If that's a thing. There's a very specific reason why I wanted us to record, and that is because of a very special event coming up. My birthday's not till May. Just wanted to break it to you. That's not the very special event. The very special event comes before your birthday, although your birthday's a very Uh, special event. I don't think I forget. No, it's not your birthday. Nope. Not the kid's birthday, is it? Nope. If you haven't guessed by now, we don't. She doesn't really tell me these things. We just start no. recording. She wants real answers. <laughs> I'm actually a person who celebrates everything. I mm. yes. I will literally celebrate. I get texts every day. It's you know, oh, it's International <laughs> like Cupcake Day. Not only that, like I'll write down insignificant little things in our relationship, like the first day Andy ever took the trash. She out says for she writes them down, but Facebook reminds her. Always, a lot of them are in my head, though. I always get a bunch of stuff. It's like, oh, hey, you know what today is? And I'm like, oh, what did I forget? What did I forget? What did I forget? And she's like, I'm like, no, what is it? Sorry, I forgot. She's like, today's the first day we kissed. And I'm just like, <laughs> from from how long ago? <laughs> Nine years ago at this point. Nine years ago? And I'm like, how do you remember this stuff? And then it's something like a picture on Facebook, the memories, whatever they're called. No, I do remember very significant dates like that. But anywho, this is a very significant day and I did not need Facebook to remind me. Um, and it is the day that you and I decided to rededicate our lives to the Lord and our whole lives pretty much changed. To rebirthing, rebirthing or... A rebirth day. Rebirth day. That's what I'm going to call it. Rebirth day. <gasps> Did you get me a present? No, but I'm going to get us a cake. I still have a couple weeks. So, you get me a present. our rebirth day is April 4th, so it is coming up, and it actually happened to be Easter Sunday last year, so it has been one, almost one full year, and I get very emotional whenever I think back to this because so much has happened in a year. I mean, like a year ago, did you think that we would be sitting here doing a podcast together? No. That was out of the question. Like, it wasn't even on my radar. So, for us to be doing something like this, it's just crazy to me. And, like, everything else that has happened in the past year, um, all because of God and what He's done in our lives, I get emotional because I think, like, He didn't have to do those things. For us, yeah. like, who are we? You know what I mean? Like, it's a very humbling moment, and I think it's really raw knowing, like, just how much his love for us, um, you know, it's beyond measure. Yeah, how much he can bless you. I mean, because 
when Andy and I went to church, I mean, we'll be honest, right? We're going to be honest this episode. Yeah, honest, we went because it was Easter Sunday. We went because it was Easter Sunday. We were the, if you don't we were know. The, we were the, was it Easter, Christmas? Hol- we are the holiday churchgoers. Holiday churchgoers. So, Easter, Christmas, Father's Day. Baby dedications, because my, fam- my family goes to the church there, so it's like, whatever, baby dedications or... We actually have never attended special, a baby dedication. Well, special there. occasions. Mother's Day, Father's Day. Yeah. Easter, Christmas. That's when your mom hits you with the, my only Mother's Day present I want is all my kids at church. And you're just like, oh, I gotta go now. I gotta go. So we went. We went to keep the we peace, didn't. basically. I mean, <sighs> Keep like, the peace. Please watch my kids. Just kidding. No, that's not true. Your mom listens to our podcast every single week. Yeah, I know. She's Hashtag I'm, number I'm, one I'm, fan. I'm going to get a text about this. Um, but no, seriously, we were, and there's no shame in that. So if you are listening right now and you think like, oh, that's me. Like, I'm the holiday churchgoer. Like, that's okay. I'm here to tell you that's okay. Now, when you step into something that's more than the holiday churchgoer, that's when things get real. And, I mean, we were not at our best when we were, um, when we went that Easter Sunday. Life was kind of chaotic. Yeah. Um, I was not the wife that I should have been. You were not the husband you should have been. Like, we just, we were, um... I think the fact that we can agree on that is kind of something crazy. People who are listening, they're that's probably... That's a testimony people, people, who, people who are listening are probably like, wow, she just said that about you, man. And I'm just like, you know what? I mean, it's true. We both accepted the fact. And the, the fact, when you accept it, that's when you can try and fix it. Yeah. We have been blessed with a lot of... Um, just God really fixing a lot of things for us, whether it was our marriage or our relationship with our children or our all the above yeah or like family relationships um friendships things like that god has like you know done above and beyond what we ever dreamed of happening i don't even know if i had any expectations but i remember um, and I know we've talked about this before. The big reason that we didn't really go to church was because we didn't even effectively, besides the fact that like we weren't in a good place together. But, yeah, we assumed. We assumed that one that whatever I assumed you didn't want to go, you assumed I didn't want to go. Yeah. And we both thought that basically made that be the decision. Like, oh, I don't want to bring it up or ask her because I know she's going to say no. We didn't communicate effectively. So, little pre-marriage tip for y'all that are engaged or going to get married or. Over communication is not a thing unless like you're using it to be spiteful. I mean that could be a thing. But it, you, if you're dating, if you're engaged, if you're whatever, even if you're newly married, like even if you've been married ten years, it's good to sit down and like talk about things like this, like where they stand on church, if they would want to go to church, and you know where their foundation is, and um. Ask the hard questions. You know what the hard questions are? What? Just, just ask the hard questions. Like, first one being like, so what do you believe in? And if they're like Santa Claus, yes. you're like, haha, that's funny. But then go on with like, you know, like, what do you believe in? And then tell them to be super specific because anybody can say, you know, I believe in God. It's like, okay, well, what makes you, what makes you believe? Well, not we makes were you believe, very... what makes you believe? What is, uh, what has, has you have the feeling you believe in God? And then yeah. let them explain it. You know, just open up because a lot of even people who go to the same church and who are part of the same 
you know, uh, type of faith or religion. I mean, it's they can they all have different answers. Uh huh. Well, and I think that's the thing. So if you ask the difficult and hard questions in the beginning, it's going to save you from possible difficult and hard years to come. I think it also knocks down a few barriers too, because like then you then you're not afraid to ask super deep questions, and then the other person, if the other person answered pretty easily, you know, then that's mm-hmm. you know you, you feel more comfortable to ask them other questions. It's like it's like you just like jumped ten stories down the rabbit hole all at once, you know. Yeah, and I mean, I think for us we were very surface level. I don't even think we asked a lot of questions. Both of us knew that we had gone to church before. Um, I mean, one of our first day. We actually went to church. I went to your niece's baby dedication at church, and that was, like, one of the first times that we had even hung out. You've never been to a baby dedication. Wrong. No, at the church we attend now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, no, that was, like, you know, it was a good first start. Um, You know, so I think we never really... And so now it's funny because we're, we're nine years in in our relationship, and so... And we're a year in with really being all in with God. And we're now like asking the hard questions. We had to go through that. And so I wouldn't say that that first little bit, like it wasn't like, oh, Easter Sunday, we rededicated our lives. And then the next day, everything is wonderful and beautiful. And we're not arguing anymore. And we're not au contraire. No, it's it's get up at five a.m. Throw the corn dogs in the microwave. No, even before then, it was very because things started happening for us very fast. Because when we went to church, we went after about two Sundays. There was a thing at our church called Discovery Class, and so it's basically where they teach you like what the church is about, um, where you can serve in the church, you know, basically the DNA, that kind of a thing. So you can get to, to know them. And I remember hearing about it and I said, God, I really, I mean, I've really felt led to go, but again, I didn't know how Andy was going to feel. And it was only our second Sunday. And I felt like he was there more just because okay, yeah, I'll go with you because it looks bad if I don't go with my wife to church kind of thing. And I, I prayed and I said, God, if this is meant to be and we are supposed to go to um, discovery class, like, I, I just need to know 100% from you. Then I popped the question. And then, I kid you not, <laughs> we left church. Now, Andy and I had not discussed anything at all. We got in the car and pulling out of church, Andy says, so would you ever consider going to that discovery class? And I mean, my heart stopped in this moment and I looked at Andy and I said, I'm not even kidding you, but what just came out of your mouth was a prayer, an answered prayer from God. Well, what was going through my mind was that you just, you said you wanted to go come back the next Sunday and I said, okay. And then when you wanted to come back again, I was like, I was like, okay, I was like, I was like, all right, well, we're 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 church family now. So I was like, I mean, I I don't know. Every time I had been in church, it's like you know, I didn't just sit on the sidelines and mm-hmm. be the, you. You were person. always very involved. I was yeah. involved whenever I went to church um, back in youth, and you know, unfortunately, that that fizzled out for me. But 
I think at that moment when we made a conscious decision, like if we're going to do this, if we're going to commit ourselves to church, we both had the conversation that we don't want to be the people that come on Sunday. We don't want to be the people that come on Sunday, listen to the sermon, and then leave. So I said to Andy, like, if we're going to do this, I want to go all in. And <laughs> we look at us now. I mean, four guitars later, you know, just it's fun. It's funny, but it's like, wow. Like when you step back and look and see what all God has done and so fast too, because we did the discovery class and then, um, you know, I got invited to serve in a, in a area of the church and I was very excited about that. And then I got no phone call. It's okay. God had another plan for you. And I remember I signed up for a group. Um, I was serving on hospitality teams, so being a greeter and things like that. And I think we just were like, God, like we surrender everything. And it's a very raw moment to surrender everything because it's not only... um, It's a very scary moment in a way but like scary in a good way like when you say okay god like here's my life what do you want from me like what do you have for me how can i serve you like how can i spread your word um i want to do everything i do i want to be for your glory do you know what i mean yeah i just have a really typical guy answer to that of what, okay, what, what your, actually happened what's your really in my typical mind guy? my typical guy answer was um okay i don't know how this is gonna work but you know what um we're just gonna go ahead and do it make it happen bud thanks and then i just attempted and succeeded you're like our pastor because our pastor said the other Sunday that <laughs> that his wife will like pray for like six hours and stuff when she talks to God and that him and God talk in bullet points and I really feel like that's you right now. Like you gave this long, long like I'm not gonna say winded because that sounds kind of rude, but no, like you gave this long entire dissertation about it. And I'm like, yeah, you know, you just gotta be like, you know, what? I don't know how it's gonna work, but God, but I'm just gonna show up and do it. You and know, then you just do it. You know why I give long answers? Why? Because, especially with this subject, I will never, ever, ever get tired of showing people, like, what God has done for us. To, For us to be even, like, sitting together and talking, like, we were in a roommate phase, you know what I mean? Like, we just didn't, I, I mean, I don't even know what the word is. Estranged? Yeah. And it wasn't that I wasn't, I didn't love you. I did love you, but I'm so in love with you now. Like, not that I wasn't before, but it's like God has completely um, flipped everything around. Like, I feel like we're just dating now. And I feel like I've learned new ways to fall in love with you. Yeah. I'm, And I mean, like, our communication has gotten better you even say, even though my memory's gotten worse. That's okay. You even said the other day, um, Andy called across the house for wipes or something like that, and I was in the bedroom, and normally, I am the queen of huff, so I am the queen of from across the house. I, I you can always hear, <sighs> like, 
because it's so irritating because you like you know if you're gonna go change one of the babies that you it's 50 50 you might need wipes so like the fact that you even go to change a baby without wipes anyway it's fine i digress normally there's a there's a kid who gets <laughs> conscripted to grab it normally i need wipes either one of our kids is like i got it the one's like i got it no one answered and then when no one answers then i have to go to the general and i'm like heather <laughs> heather i need wipes but i have learned that you know huff quieter <laughs> no. put, a I, mu- put a muffler on the huff i don't i and i've i've learned because like what's the point in huffing like okay it's like stomping your feet when your parents ask you to do something. Yeah. Um, all, it's, all, all it's gonna do is get you in more trouble. But he even said he was like, "Oh, thank you. I appreciate you not huffing." Or even like we had kind of and okay, being honest with y'all, we still argue. Like we still get into it. Mm-hmm. But even the other keeps day, things alive, keeps them fresh whenever you argue. Yeah. Even the other day. Sometimes it's even about stupid stuff. We and it was like something really ridiculous. I can't even remember. Something so stupid we don't remember. Exactly. But you know what? We went to bed that night and Andy like rolled over and he was like, Hey, I'm really sorry. Um, that was kind of silly of us to like get into an argument. And I like froze and I was like, Who? There is someone else in my bed. There's somebody else in my bed. And I was like, It would have been really funny if she was all like, Andy. (laughs) Andy, there's somebody in the house but i was like you know thank you i like i accept your apology and i'm sorry for how i acted as well for us to even get to that point cue like sunset music it's great there is only one explanation for that ladies and gentlemen and it is jesus jesus is the only reason that we were able to do that yes you know i can't be nice or learn to be good i'm just kidding no you know what i mean but he because it wasn't like it didn't just flip over magically so um think like i said things started to progress for us um i was serving then andy got called to be on the worship team and then it went from you know us just going to church to now we're involved now we're trying to figure out how each of us gets filled but we're also parents but we're also trying to navigate being essentially new christians and like you know how do we make time for and it was like tug of war and it kind it it didn't go very flawlessly at the beginning we really had to make a point of saying like okay like we we need to work on our communication we need to but it it took both of us and it took both of us saying like i want us both to grow i want us to you know um be able to accomplish all that god has for us and really work hard because you know the enemy saw that what you know what we were doing he had us in his grips for a very long time and not to say like we weren't out like we weren't these crazy people like you know what I mean? Like, we were just normal people. We just, we weren't everyday practicing Christians. You know what I mean? Like, we yeah. weren't. Like, you know that, that old cliche of, like, an innocent kid playing on the railroad tracks, and then, like, a train's coming, and then at the very last split second, Superman just takes the kid off of mm-hmm. train tracks. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Like, we weren't, we weren't awful people. We just, I don't know, we were just 
not in the right moment, the right time, and things were just getting worse and worse and worse. And before it went real bad, like locomotive bad, Jesus came in. Just yeah, because um, you know it's the fact that we are here. The fact that um, you know I even put myself out there and started doing hospitality was not something I normally would have done, but I, I made the decision that if I was going to go to church, I didn't want to be comfortable. I didn't want a comfort zone. Um, I wanted God to push me. I wanted to see, um, you know what I mean? Like if I was comfortable, I, I was afraid that I would miss out on things that God had for me. Fish only grows as big as it's tank. Yeah. The bigger the tank, bigger situation you put yourself in, the more you can grow. And I was trying to jump in that ocean. Let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm I'm just so excited because there's so much like more for us. Like this is just the beginning. This is, um, you know, there's so much more. And I'm excited to see where you go. I know that you are so encouraging to me. And literally anything that I tell him, he's like, Go for it. And. That's not exactly how I sound, but yeah. You s- mm-hmm. Okay. Is that better? No, that's not better. <laughs> no, it's not better. <clears throat> I encourage you to go to do, whenever you do things, I'm like, go, you deserve it, please. Okay. Tell me, tell me not, tell me I'm wrong. No, that does sound, that does sound like you. And then she's like, I don't know if I want to go. I'm like, I'm like, no, you need to go. You need to take time. You need to go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I. I mean, he is. He's good. He is very encouraging. And I appreciate that. And it's, you know, everything did go fast for us. And then once we figured out, like, how to manage it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Things got a lot better. Also, when we figured out that the enemy was, like, lurking, waiting to tear us apart, it was... I mean, the first couple months were rough. Like, we still argued. We still, I was still, like, I almost got to a point where I was, like, yeah, okay, like, yeah, church doesn't do anything because, like, here we are. Like, you're doing your thing. I'm trying to do my thing. Like, it was frustration. But the moment that we realized that the enemy was using this to fuel, you know what I mean? To try and, like, pull us back to where we were to say, oh, like, forget it we don't this was a bust like yeah well that was the change the moment like when we realized that the devil may be trying to pull us back but god was standing right next to us ready to beat him down with a bat because that's how i picture god with a bat with a bat with a sock on the end of it just in case the devil tries to go and grab the bat jesus god just where did you come up with this stuff a self-defense class a sock? Honestly. Okay, pause. For just a second. Anybody. Okay, Andy has worked nights for majority of the time that we have been together. So There's a lot better things to can, defend the house with than a on? baseball. We don't even have a baseball bat. Can you hold on a second? Yeah. I'm trying to okay. enlighten the people. Right. Okay. So, if you are home alone, if you are somebody that lives alone, if you're whatever... Um, not everybody feels comfortable having a firearm in their home, and that's fine, okay? Bear mace. Stop. 
Okay, bear mace, but get a bat. But put a sock on your bat because when you put a sock on your bat and you go to swing and hit the intruder or like when God goes to hit the devil, um, if the intruder or the devil grabs the bat, all you ought to do is yank back on the bat because the sock is going to, their hand's going to go sliding off because the sock. And then once they like are looking at the sock in their hand, that's when you get them real good. What if the they head. grab it again after the sock's taken off? Um, honestly, while they're just, you got to work, you got to get fast and no one's faster than God. So just, I mean, cause they're going to be very confused because you just really quick yank and swing. Like don't give yourself any time. Golf club. See, but then you have like a little, at least a bat, you have a big surface area. Anyway, just self-defense tip for anybody out there who, um, disclaimer if you are going to do this and you're trying to defend your home please don't take our advice and secondly um create distance because the closer they are to you in a baseball bat the more useless the bat is sock or no, not but i mean be- baseball bats like that yes anyhow also like i'm never going to say don't take a self-defense class because or like youtube videos just keep yourself safe okay that's all i'm saying and i keep myself safe with jesus he's got my back and any time, because, yeah, we're a year into it. Yes, I still feel the enemy coming and sneaking up and trying to put things in my head. Um, and you pull out your spray bottle of water like a cat and be like, down, down. No. Holy Ghost water. Hands up, Jesus, get him. Jesus, get him, because I can't. I don't have time for the devil. I, literally. Ain't nobody got time for that. I, <laughs> n- no, sir. I I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. I, anything. Any little thought that I think and it comes into my head to tell me something that I'm not, how I'm not good enough, um, how I will never be good enough, um, anything that tries to get me to worry and I can be a worry war like Andy will attest. Um, I, I, tr- I overanalyze everything and when the intrusive thoughts creep in, absolutely not. I rebuke these thoughts in the name of Jesus. And I mean, like, that, get him, Jesus. Get him with the baseball bat, bear mace, whatever it may be. I, because I know he's there. And I think that was such like a turning point. I'm not, I'm not alone. You're not alone. I'm not alone. We're not alone. Um, and I mean, like, that was such a turning point. So many 90s songs that, that you that are popping in my mind because of the words you said. You ever have that to where like someone will say something and they like you immediately think of a song from like forever ago? You ever have a moment where you're having like a really good moment where you're sharing what God has done for you and someone busts out with that's all that nineties songs? Now that's what I call now the nineties. That's, that's, that's what I call nineties. Thank you. It's not my fault. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, my brain works in very intricate ways and it's like whenever you were like, oh, I'm thinking, I was like, oh, Reliant K. I was thinking of overthinking. Sorry. So. And then, you're not alone. Unless I know. Say it some, yeah. Sorry. Anywho. That was a very, um, that was a turning point in, you know, our relationship, in our walk. Um, not only as a couple, but individuals. And... It's amazing to see how, like, broken we were at the beginning. Like, broken. Like, shattered. And, I mean, like, and we'll tell anybody. That's, 
we came in some very broken people and we came in not intending to stay i think that's the beautiful thing of our relationship is we didn't intend to come back and i think there's a very significant point to our story and our testimony and god started working in our lives way before we knew it but now looking back on it like we can see how that plays out and i think with that cliffhanger all i'm gonna say is to tune in next week because we'll have part two and i'm very excited to share all the kind of behind the scenes and how god was moving in our lives before we even knew it yeah. and how that kind of dominoed into who we are today i try, I tried to get a joke out of him for a cliffhanger joke but uh it got too serious too fast it got too serious too fast yep i had to put on my, sc- my scuba equipment and got much, deep much like this this last year got real serious real fast um <laughs> anyway thank you for putting up with us our antics and we hope that maybe this inspires somebody who is just a holiday churchgoer. Because when you step into what's after that, it gets real fun, doesn't it? It does. My, my one little thing of advice is uh, something that um, they've said before at our church as well. It's not, it's not like, oh, they only need to come once for God to speak to them. They just need to, you just need to get them to keep coming. If you're trying to get someone to come to church and you want someone to... You know, you want the Lord to actually save somebody. Just keep inviting them. Keep getting them to come because when the time is right, God will speak to them. We love y'all. Thank you guys so much for the support. Thank you for joining us this week, and we cannot wait to see you next week. Bye. Bye. God bless. Bye.